Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is part two of, Cristiano, Kotra, and Yudkowsky on AI Progress, by Eliezer Yudkowsky and IAA Kotra. 9.5. Brain Size and Evolutionary History. Kotra 1424. On software beating hardware, how much of your view is dependent on your belief that the chimp, greater-than-human transition was probably not mainly about brain size because if it were about brain size it would have happened faster. My understanding is that you think the main change is a small software innovation which increased returns to having a bigger brain. If you changed your mind and thought that the chimp, greater-than-human transition was probably mostly about raw brain size, what, if anything, about your AI takeoff views would change? Yudkowsky 1425. I think that's a pretty different world in a lot of ways. But yes it hits AI takeoff views too. Cristiano 1425. Regarding software versus hardware, here is an example of asking this question for ImageNet classification, how much compute to train a model to do the task, with a bit over one year doubling times, slash. I guess my view is that we can make a similar graph for compute required to make your AI foom and that it will be falling significantly slower than 2x slash year. And my prediction for other tasks is that the analogous graphs will also tend to be falling slower than 2x slash year. Yudkowsky 1426. To the extent that I modeled hominid evolution as having been dutifully schlep more of the same stuff, get predictably more of the same returns that would correspond to a world in which intelligence was less scary, different, dangerous by default. Kotra 1427. Thanks, that's helpful. I looked around in EM and other places for a calculation of how quickly we should have evolved to humans if it were mainly about brain size, but I only found qualitative statements. If there's a calculation somewhere I would appreciate a pointer to it, because currently it seems to me that a story like selection pressure toward general intelligence was weak to moderate because it wasn't actually that important for fitness, and this degree of selection pressure is consistent with brain size being the main deal and just taking a few million years to happen is very plausible. Yudkowsky 1429. Well, for one thing, the prefrontal cortex expanded twice as fast as the rest. And Irk there's evidence of a lot of recent genetic adaptation though I'm not as sure you could pinpoint it as being about brain stuff or that the brain stuff was about cognition rather than rapidly shifting motivations or something. Elephant brains are three to four times larger by weight than human brains, just looked up. If it's that easy to get returns on scaling, seems like it shouldn't have taken that long for evolution to go there. Kotra 1431. But they have fewer synapses, would compute to less flop s by the standard conversion. How long do you think it should have taken? Yudkowsky 1431. Early dinosaurs should have hopped onto the predictable returns train. Kotra 1431. Is there a calculation? You said in EM that evolution increases organ sizes quickly but there wasn't a citation to easily follow up on there. Yudkowsky 1433. I mean, you could produce a graph of smooth fitness returns to intelligence, smooth cognitive returns on brain size activity, linear metabolic costs for brain activity, fit that to humans and hominids, then show that obviously if hominids went down that pathway, large dinosaurs should have gone down at first because they had larger bodies and the relative metabolic costs of increased intelligence would have been lower at every point along the way. I do not have a citation for that ready, if I'd known at the time you'd want one I'd have asked Luke M for it while he still worked at Miri, e, neutral face. Kotra 1435. Cool, thanks, we'll think about the dinosaur thing, my first reaction is that this should depend on the actual fitness benefits to general intelligence which might have been modest. Yudkowsky 1435. I suspect we're getting off Paul's crux, though. Kotra 1435. Yeah we can go back to that convo, though I think Paul would also disagree about this thing, 
and believes that the chimp to human thing was mostly about size. Sorry for hijacking. Yudkowsky 1436. Well, if at some point I can produce a major shift in EA viewpoints by coming up with evidence for a bunch of non-brain size brain selection going on over those timescales, like brain-related genes where we can figure out how old the mutation is, I'd then put a lot more priority on digging up a paper like that. I'd consider it sufficiently odd to imagine hominids greater than humans as being primarily about brain size, given the evidence we have, but I do not believe this is Paul's position until Paul tells me so. Cristiano 1449. I would guess it's primarily about brain size, neuron count, cortical neuron count. And that the change in rate does mostly go through changing niche, where both primates and birds have this cycle of rapidly accelerating brain size increases that aren't really observed in other animals. It seems like brain size is increasing extremely quickly on both of those lines. Yudkowsky 1450. Why aren't elephants GI? Cristiano 1451. Mostly they have big brains to operate big bodies, and also my position obviously does not imply, big brain equals equals necessarily implies equals equals greater than general intelligence. Yudkowsky 1452. I don't understand, in general, how your general position manages to strongly imply a bunch of stuff about AGI and not strongly imply similar stuff about a bunch of other stuff that sure sounds similar to me. Cristiano 1452. Don't elephants have very few synapses relative to humans? Kotra, plus sign. How does the scale hypothesis possibly take a strong stand on synapses versus neurons? I agree that it takes a modest predictive hit from why aren't the big animals much smarter? Yudkowsky 1453. If adding more synapses just scales, elephants should be able to pay hominid brain costs for a much smaller added fraction of metabolism and also not pay the huge death in childbirth head size tax. Because their brains and heads are already 4x as huge as they need to be for GI. And now they just need some synapses, which are a much tinier fraction of their total metabolic costs. Cristiano 1454. I mean, you can also make smaller and cheaper synapses as evidenced by birds. I'm not sure I understand what you are saying. It's clear that you can't say X is possible metabolically, so evolution would do it. Or else you are confused about why primate brains are so bad. Yudkowsky 1454. Great then smaller and cheaper synapses should have scaled many eons earlier and taken over the world. Cristiano 1455. This isn't about general intelligence, this is a reductio of your position. Yudkowsky 1455. And here I had thought it was a reductio of your position. Cristiano 1455. Indeed. Like, we all grant that it's metabolically possible to have small smart brains. And evolution doesn't do it and I'm saying that it's also possible to have small smart brains. And that scaling brains up matters a lot. Yudkowsky 1456. No, you grant that it's metabolically possible to have cheap brains full of synapses, which are therefore, on your position, smart. Cristiano 1456. Birds are just smart. We know they are smart. This isn't some kind of weird conjecture. Like, we can debate whether they are a general intelligence, but it makes no difference to this discussion. The point is that they do more with less metabolic cost. Yudkowsky 1457. On my position, the brain needs to invent the equivalence of ReLUs and transformers and really rather a lot of other stuff because it can't afford nearly that many GPUs, and then the marginal returns on adding expensive huge brains and synapses have increased enough that hominids start to slide down the resulting fitness slope, which isn't even paying off in guns and rockets yet, they're just getting that much intelligence out of it once the brain software has been selected to scale that well. Cristiano 1457. But all of the primates and birds have brain sizes scaling much faster than the other animals. Like, 
the relevant things started to scale threshold is way before chimps versus humans. Isn't it? Kotra 1458. To clarify, my understanding is that Paul's position is intelligence is mainly about synapse neuron count, and evolution doesn't care that much about intelligence, it cared more for birds and primates, and both lines are getting smarter plus bigger brained. And Eliezer's position is that evolution should care a ton about intelligence in most niches, so if it were mostly about brain size then it should have gone up to human brain sizes with the dinosaurs. Cristiano 1458. Or like, what is the evidence you think is explained by the threshold being between chimps and humans? Yudkowsky 1458. If hominids have less efficient brains than birds, on this theory, it's because, post-facto handwave, birds are tiny, so whatever cognitive fitness gradients they face, will tend to get paid more in software and biological efficiency and biologically efficient software, and less paid in stack more neurons, even compared to hominids. Elephants just don't have the base software to benefit much from scaling synapses even though they'd be relatively cheaper for elephants. Cristiano 1459. At IAEA, I think that intelligence is about a lot of things, but that size, or maybe more of the same changes that have been happening recently amongst primates, is the big difference between chimps and humans. Kotra, thumbs up. Kotra 1459. Got it yeah I was focusing on chimp-human gap when I said intelligence there but good to be careful. Yudkowsky 1459. I have not actually succeeded in understanding why on earth anybody would think that if not for this really weird prior I don't get either. Re, the more of the same theory of humans. Kotra 1500 hours. Do you endorse my characterization of your position above? Evolution should care a ton about intelligence in most niches, so if it were mostly about brain size then it should have gone up to human brain sizes with the dinosaurs. In which case the disagreement is about how much evolution should care about intelligence in the dinosaur niche, versus other things it could put its skill points into? Cristiano 1501. Eliezer, it seems like chimps are insanely smart compared to other animals, basically as smart as they get. So it's natural to think that the main things that make humans unique are also present in chimps. Or at least, there was something going on in chimps that is exceptional. And should be causally upstream of the uniqueness of humans too. Otherwise you have too many coincidences on your hands. Yudkowsky 1502. I a uh, no, I'd characterize that as the human environmental niche per se does not seem super special enough to be unique on a geological timescale. The cognitive part of the niche derives from increased cognitive abilities in the first place and so can't be used to explain where they got started. Dinosaurs are larger than humans and would pay lower relative metabolic costs for added brain size and it is not the case that every species as large as humans was in an environment where they would not have benefited as much from a fixed increment of intelligence. Hominids are probably distinguished from dinosaurs in having better neural algorithms that arose over intervening evolutionary time and therefore better returns in intelligence on synapses that are more costly to humans than to elephants or large dinosaurs. Cristiano 1503 I don't understand how you can think that hominids are the special step relative to something earlier. Or like, I can see how it's consistent, but I don't see what evidence or argument supports it. It seems like the short evolutionary time, and the fact that you also have to explain the exceptional qualities of other primates, cut extremely strongly against it. Yudkowsky 1504. Paul, indeed, the fact that dinosaurs didn't see their brain sizes and intelligences ballooning, says there must be a lot of stuff hominids had that dinosaurs didn't, explaining why hominids got much higher returns on intelligence per synapse natural selection is enough of a smooth process that 95% of this stuff should have been in the last common ancestor of humans and chimps. Cristiano 1505. It seems like brain size basically just increases faster in the smarter animals. Though I mostly just know about birds and primates. Yudkowsky 1505. 
that is what you'd predict from smartness being about algorithms. Cristiano 1505. And it accelerates further and further within both lines. It's what you'd expect if smartness is about algorithms and chimps and birds have good algorithms. Yudkowsky 1506. If smartness was about brain size, smartness and brain size would increase faster in the larger animals or the ones whose successful members ate more food per day. Well, sure, I do model that birds have better algorithms than dinosaurs. Kotra 1507. It seems like you've given arguments for there was algorithmic innovation between dinosaurs and humans but not yet arguments for there was major algorithmic innovation between chimps and humans? Cristiano 1508. Much less that the algorithmic changes were not just more of the same. Yudkowsky 1508. Oh, that's not mandated by the model the same way between LCA of chimps and humans. Cristiano 1508. Isn't that exactly what we are discussing? Yudkowsky 1509. I hadn't thought so, no. Kotra 1509. Original Q was. On software beating hardware, how much of your view is dependent on your belief that the chimp, greater than human transition was probably not mainly about brain size because if it were about brain size it would have happened faster. My understanding is that you think the main change is a small software innovation which increased returns to having a bigger brain. If you changed your mind and thought that the chimp, greater than human transition was probably mostly about raw brain size, what, if anything, about your AI takeoff views would change. So I thought we were talking about if there's a cool innovation from chimp greater than human? Yudkowsky 1510. I can see how this would have been the more obvious intended interpretation on your viewpoint, and apologize. Cristiano 1510. Though I think Paul would also disagree about this thing, and believes that the chimp to human thing was mostly about size. Is what I was responding to in part. I am open to saying that I'm conflating size and algorithmic improvements that are closely correlated with size in practice and are similar to the prior algorithmic improvements amongst primates. Yudkowsky 1511. From my perspective, the question is how did that hominid greater than human transition happen, as opposed to there being an elephant greater than smart elephant or dinosaur greater than smart dinosaur transition? I expect there were substantial numbers of brain algorithm stuffs going on during this time, however, because I don't think that synapses scale that well with the baseline hominid boost. Cristiano 1511. Fuyu, it seems quite likely to me that there would be an elephant greater than smart elephant transition within tens of millions or maybe 100 m years, and a dinosaur greater than smart dinosaur transition in hundreds of millions of years. And those are just cut off by the fastest lines getting there first. Yudkowsky 1512. Which I think does circle back to that point. Actually I think my memory glitched and forgot the original point while being about this subpoint and I probably did interpret the original point as intended. Cristiano 1512. Namely primates beating out birds by a hair. Yudkowsky 1512. That sounds like a viewpoint which would also think it much more likely that GPT-3 would foom in a billion years. Where maybe you think that's unlikely, but I still get the impression your unlikely is, like, five orders of magnitude likelier than mine before applying overconfidence adjustments against extreme probabilities on both sides. Yeah, I think I need to back up. Kotra 1515. Is your position something like at some point after dinosaurs, there was an algorithmic innovation that increased returns to brain size, which meant that the birds and the humans see their brains increasing quickly while the dinosaurs didn't. Cristiano 1515. It also seems to me like the chimp greater than human difference is in basically the same ballpark of the effect of brain size within humans, given modest adaptations for culture. Which seems like a relevant sanity check that made me take the mostly hardware view more seriously. Yudkowsky 1515. 
there's a part of my model which very strongly says that hominids scaled better than elephants and that's why hominids greater than humans but not elephants greater than super elephants. Cristiano 1515. Previously I had assumed that analysis would show that chimps were obviously way dumber than an extrapolation of humans. Yudkowsky 1516. There's another part of my model which says and it still didn't scale that well without algorithms, so we should expect a lot of alleles affecting brain circuitry which rose to fixation over the period when hominid brains were expanding. This part is strong and I think echoes back to AGI stuff, but it is not as strong as the much more overdetermined position that hominids started with more scalable algorithms than dinosaurs. Cristiano 1517. I do agree with the point that there are structural changes in brains as you scale them up, and this is potentially a reason why brain size changes more slowly than for example bone size. Also there are small structural changes in ML algorithms as you scale them up, not sure how much you want to push the analogy but they feel fairly similar. Yudkowsky 1517. It also seems to me like the chimp greater than human difference is in basically the same ballpark of the effect of brain size within humans, given modest adaptations for culture. This part also seems pretty blatantly false to me. Is there, like, a smooth graph that you looked at there? Cristiano 1518. I think the extrapolated difference would be about four standard deviations, so we are comparing a chimp to an IQ 40 human. Yudkowsky 1518. I'm really not sure how much of a fair comparison that is. IQ 40 humans in our society may be mostly sufficiently damaged humans, not scaled down humans. Cristiano 1519. Doesn't seem easy, but the point is that the extrapolated difference is huge, it corresponds to completely debilitating developmental problems. Yudkowsky 1519. If you do enough damage to a human you end up with, for example, a coma victim who's not competitive with other primates at all. Cristiano 1519. Yes, that's more than 4 SD down. I agree with this general point. I guess I just have a lot more respect for chimps than you do. Yudkowsky 1520. I feel like I have a bunch of respect for chimps but more respect for humans. Like, that stuff humans do. That is really difficult stuff. It is not just scaled up chimp stuff. Cristiano 1521. Carl convinced me chimps wouldn't go to space, but I still really think it's about domesticity and cultural issues rather than intelligence. Yudkowsky 1521. The chimp stuff is very respectable but there is a whole big layer cake of additional respect on top. Cristiano 1521. Not a prediction to be resolved until after the singularity. I mean, the space prediction isn't very confident, smiley face. And it involved a very large planet of apes. 9.6. Architectural innovation in AI and in evolutionary history. Yudkowsky 1522. I feel like if GPT-based systems saturate and require any architectural innovation rather than stack more layers to get much further, this is a pre-singularity point of observation which favors humans probably being more qualitatively different from chimp LCA. LCA equals last common ancestor. Cristiano 1522. And he seems like a kind of silly bar? Yudkowsky 1523. Because single architectural innovations are allowed to have large effects. Cristiano 1523 like there were already small changes to normalization from GPT-2 to GPT-3, so isn't it settled? Yudkowsky 1523. Natural selection can't afford to deploy that many of them. Cristiano 1523. And the model really eventually won't work if you increase layers but don't fix the normalization, there are severe problems that only get revealed at high scale. Yudkowsky 1523. That I wouldn't call architectural innovation. Transformers were. This is a place where I would not discuss specific ideas because I do not actually want this event to occur. 
Cristiano 1524. Sure. Have you seen a graph of LSTM scaling versus transformer scaling? I think LSTM with ongoing normalization style fixes lags like 3x behind transformers on language modeling. Yudkowsky 1525. No, does it show convergence at high enough scales? Cristiano 1525. Figure 7 here. Yudkowsky 1526. Yeah. I unfortunately would rather not give other people a sense for which innovations are obviously more of the same and which innovations obviously count as qualitative. Cristiano 1526. I think smart money is that careful initialization and normalization on the RNN will let it keep up for longer. Anyway, I'm very open to differences like LSTM versus transformer between humans and 3x smaller brained ancestors, as long as you are open to like 10 similar differences further back in the evolutionary history. Yudkowsky 1528. What if there's 27 differences like that and 243 differences further back in history? Cristiano 1528. Sure. Yudkowsky 1528. Is that a distinctly Yudkowskian view versus a Paul view? Apparently not. I am again feeling confused about cruxes. Cristiano 1529. I mean, 27 differences like transformer versus LSTM isn't actually plausible, so I guess we could talk about it. Cotra 1530. Here's a potential crux articulation that ties it back to the animal stuff. Paul thinks that we first discover major algorithmic innovations that improve intelligence at a low level of intelligence, analogous to evolution discovering major architectural innovations with tiny birds and primates, and then there will be a long period of scaling up plus coming up with routine algorithmic tweaks to get to the high level, analogous to evolution schlepping on the same shit for a long time to get to humans analogously. He thinks when big innovations come onto the scene the actual product is crappy AF, for example Wright Brothers Plane, and it needs a ton of work to scale up to usable and then degrade. You both seem to think both evolution and tech history conciliantly point in your direction. Cristiano 1533. That sounds vaguely right, I guess the important part of routine is vaguely predictable, like you mostly work your way down the low-hanging fruit, including new fruit that becomes more important as you scale, and it becomes more and more predictable the more people are working on it and the longer you've been at it. And deep learning is already reasonably predictable, i.e. the impact of successive individual architectural changes is smaller, and law of large numbers is doing its thing and is getting more so, and I just expect that to continue. Kotra 1534. Yeah, like it's a view that points to using data that relates effort to algorithmic progress and using that to predict future progress, in combination with predictions of future effort. Cristiano 1535. Yeah. And for my part, it feels like this is how most technologies look and also how current ML progress looks. Kotra 1536. And also how evolution looks, right? Cristiano 1537. You aren't seeing big jumps in translation or in self-driving cars or in image recognition, you are just seeing a long slog, and you see big jumps in areas where few people work, usually up to levels that are not in fact that important, which is very correlated with few people working there. I don't know much about evolution, but it at least looks very consistent with what I know and the facts Eliezer cites. Not merely consistent, but explains the data just about as well as the other hypotheses on offer. 9.7 styles of thinking and forecasting. Yudkowsky 1538. I do observe that this would seem, on the surface of things, to describe the entire course of natural selection up until about 20k years ago, if you were looking at surface impacts. Cristiano 1539. By 20k years ago I think it's basically obvious that you are tens of thousands of years from the singularity. Like, I think natural selection is going crazy with the brains by millions of years ago, and by hundreds of thousands of years ago humans are going crazy with the culture, 
and by tens of thousands of years ago the culture thing has accelerated and is almost at the finish line. Yudkowsky 1541. Really? I don't know if I would have been able to call that an advance if I'd never seen the future or any other planets. I mean, maybe, but I sure would have been extrapolating way out onto a further limb than I'm going here. Cristiano 1541. Yeah, I agree singularity is way more out on a limb, or like, where the singularity stops is more uncertain since that's all that's really at issue from my perspective. But the point is that everything is clearly crazy in historical terms, in the same way that 2000 is crazy, even if you don't know where it's going. And the timescale for the crazy changes is tens of thousands of years. Yudkowsky 1542. I frankly model that, had I made any such prediction 20k years ago of hominids being able to pull of moon landings or global warming, never mind the singularity, I would have faced huge pushback from many EAs, such as, for example, Robin Hansen, and you. Cristiano 1542. Like I think this can't go on would have applied just as well. I don't think that's the case at all. And I think you still somehow don't understand my position? Yudkowsky 1543. Is my old entry here. Cristiano 1543. Like, what is the move I'm making here, that you think I would have made in the past? And would have led astray? Yudkowsky 1544. I sure do feel in a deeper sense that I am trying very hard to account for perspective shifts in how unpredictable the future actually looks at the time, and the other is looking back at the past and organizing it neatly and expecting the future to be that neat. Cristiano 1545. I don't even feel like I'm expecting the future to be neat. Are you just saying you have a really broad distribution over takeoff speed, and that less than a month gets a lot of probability because lots of numbers are less than a month? Yudkowsky 1547. Not exactly? Cristiano 1547. In what way is your view the one that is preferred by things being messy or unpredictable? Like, we're both agreeing X will eventually happen, and I'm making some concrete prediction about how some other X will happen first, and that's the kind of specific prediction that's likely to be wrong? Yudkowsky 1548. More like, we sure can tell a story today about how normal and predictable AlphaGo was, but we can always tell stories like that about the past. I do not particularly recall the AI field standing up one year before AlphaGo and saying it's time, we're coming for the 8 Dan pros this year and we're gonna be world champions a year after that. Which took significantly longer in chess, too, matching my other thesis about how these slides are getting steeper as we get closer to the end. Cristiano 1549. It's more like, you are offering AGZ as an example of why things are crazy, and I'm doubtful, think it's pretty lame. Maybe I don't understand how it's functioning as Bayesian evidence. For what over what? Yudkowsky 1550. I feel like the whole smoothness reasonable investment view, if evaluated on Earth 5 my ago without benefit of foresight, would have dismissed the notion of brains overtaking evolution. Evaluated 1 my ago, it would have dismissed the notion of brains overtaking evolution. Evaluated 20ky ago, it would have barely started to acknowledge that brains were doing anything interesting at all, but pointed out how the hominids could still only eat as much food as their niche offered them and how the cute little hand axes did not begin to compare to livers and wasp stings. There is a style of thinking that says, wow, yeah, people in the past sure were surprised by stuff, oh, wait, I'm also in the past, aren't I, I am one of those people. And a view where you look back from the present and think about how reasonable the past all seems now, and the future will no doubt be equally reasonable. Cristiano 1552. The AGZ example may fall flat, because the arguments we are making about it now we were also making in the past. Yudkowsky 1552. I am not sure this is resolvable, but it is among my primary guesses for a deep difference in believed styles of thought. Cristiano 1552. 
I think that's a useful perspective, but still don't see how it favors your bottom line. Yudkowsky 1553. Where I look at the style of thinking you're using, and say, not, well, that's invalidated by a technical error on line 3 even on Paul's own terms but isn't this obviously a whole style of thought that never works and ends up unrelated to reality. I think the first AlphaGo was the larger shock, AlphaGo 0 was a noticeable but more mild shock on account of how it showed the end of game programming and not just the end of Go. Cristiano 1554. Sorry, I lumped them together. Yudkowsky 1554. It didn't feel like the same level of surprise, it was precedented by then. The actual accomplishment may have been larger in an important sense, but a lot of the, epistemic landscape of lessons learned, is about the things that surprise you at the time. Cristiano 1555. Also AlphaGo was also quite easy to see coming after this paper, as was discussed extensively at the time, slash Kmatis pub slash deepgo.pdf. Yudkowsky 1555. Paul, are you on the record as arguing with me that AlphaGo will win at Go because it's predictably on trend? Back then? Kotra 1555. Hmm, it sounds like Paul is saying I do a trend extrapolation over long time horizons and if things seem to be getting faster and faster I expect they'll continue to accelerate. This extrapolation if done 100k years ago would have seen that things were getting faster and faster and projected singularity within 100s of k years. Do you think Paul is in fact doing something other than the trend extrap he says he's doing, or that he would have looked at a different less informative trend than the one he says he would have looked at, or something else? Cristiano 1556. My methodology for answering that question is looking at LW comments mentioning go by me, can see if it finds any. Yudkowsky 1556. Different less informative trend, is most of my suspicion there? Though, actually, I should revise that, I feel like relatively little of the WHA was Alpha Go V2 whose name I forget beating Lise Dole, and most was in the revelation that V1 beat the high Dan Pro whose name I forget. Paul having himself predicted anything at all like this would be the actually impressive feat. That would cause me to believe that the AI world is more regular and predictable than I experienced it as, if you are paying more attention to ICLR papers than I do. 9.8. More of X prediction. Kotra 1558. And JTBC, the trend extract Paul is currently doing is something like. Look at how effort leads to hardware progress measured in flop slash dollar and software progress measured in stuff like flop to do task X or performance on benchmark Y. Look at how effort in the ML industry as a whole is increasing, project forward with maybe some adjustments for thinking markets are more inefficient now and will be less inefficient later. And this is the wrong trend, because he shouldn't be looking at hardware software progress across the whole big industry and should be more open to an upset innovation coming from an area with a small number of people working on it and he would have similarly used the wrong trends while trying to do trend extrap in the past? Yudkowsky 1559. Because I feel like this general style of thought doesn't work when you use it on Earth generally, and then fails extremely hard if you try to use it on Earth before humans to figure out where the hominids are going because that phenomenon is different from previous stuff. Like, to be clear, I have seen this used well on solar. I feel like I saw some people calling the big solar shift based on graphs, before that happened. I have seen this used great by Moravec on computer chips to predict where computer chips would be in 2012. And also witnessed Moravec completely failing as soon as he tried to derive literally anything but the graph itself namely his corresponding prediction for human equivalent AI in 2012, I think, maybe it was 2010, or something. Cristiano 1602. I think in his 1988 book Moravec estimated human level AI in 2030, not sure if you are referring to some earlier prediction? Yudkowsky 1602. I have seen Ray Kurzweil project out Moore's law to the $1 million human brain in, 
what was it, 2025, followed by the $1,000 human brain in 2035 and the $1 human brain in 2045, and when I asked Ray whether machine superintelligence might shift the graph at all, he replied that machine superintelligence was precisely how the graph would be able to continue on trend. This indeed is sillier than EA's. Kotra 1603. Moravec's prediction appears to actually be around 2025, looking at his hokey graph? Yudkowsky 1603. But even there, it does feel to me like there is a commonality between Kurzweil's sheer graph worship and difficulty in appreciating the graphs as surface phenomena that are less stable than deep phenomena, and something that Hansen was doing wrong in the FUM debate. Kotra 1603. Which is, like, your timelines. Yudkowsky 1604. That's 1998. Mine children in 1988 I am pretty sure had an earlier prediction. Cristiano 1604. I should think you'd be happy to bet against me on basically any prediction, shouldn't you? Yudkowsky 1605. Any prediction that sounds narrow and isn't like this graph will be on trend in three more years. Maybe I'm wrong, an online source says mine children in 1988 predicted AGI in 40 years but I sure do seem to recall an extrapolated graph that reached human-level hardware in 2012 based on an extensive discussion about computing power to duplicate the work of the retina. Cristiano 1608. Don't think it matters too much other than for Moravec's honor, doesn't really make a big difference for the empirical success of the methodology. I think it's on page 68 if you have the physical book. Yudkowsky 1609. P60 via Google Books says 10 teraops for a human equivalent mind. Cristiano 1609. I have a general read of history where trend extrapolation works extraordinarily well relative to other kinds of forecasting to the extent that the best first-pass heuristic for whether a prediction is likely to be accurate is whether it's a trend extrapolation and how far in the future it is. Yudkowsky 1609. Which, incidentally, strikes me as entirely plausible if you had algorithms as sophisticated as the human brain. My sense is that Moravec nailed the smooth graph of computing power going on being smooth, but then all of his predictions about the actual future were completely invalid on account of a curve interacting with his curve that he didn't know things about and so simply omitted as a step in his calculations, namely, AGI algorithms. Cristiano 1612. Though again, from your perspective 2030 is still a reasonable bottom-line forecast that makes him one of the most accurate people at that time? Yudkowsky 1612. You could be right about all the local behaviors that your history is already shouting out at you as having smooth curve, whereby local I do mean to exclude stuff like world GDP extrapolated into the indefinite future, and the curves that history isn't shouting at you will tear you down. Cristiano 1612. I don't know if he even forecast that. Yudkowsky 1612. I don't remember that part from the 1988 book. My memory of the 1988 book is 10 teraops, based on what it takes to rival the retina and he drew a graph of Moore's law. Cristiano 1613. Yeah, I think that's what he did. And got 2030. Yudkowsky 1614. If this rate of improvement were to continue into the next century, the 10 teraops required for a human-like computer would be available in a $10 million supercomputer before 2010 and in a $1,000 personal computer by 2030. Cristiano 1614. Or like, he says human equivalent in 40 years and predicts that in 50 years we will have robots with superhuman reasoning ability, not clear he's ruling out human equivalent AGI before 40 years but I think the tone is clear. Yudkowsky 1615. So 2030 for AGI on a personal computer and 2010 for AGI on a supercomputer, and I expect that on my first reading I simply discarded the former prediction as foolish extrapolation past the model collapse he had just predicted in 2010. P68 in powering up. Cristiano 1615. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I do think the PC number seems irrelevant. Kotra 1616. I think both in that book and in the 98 article he wants you to pay attention to the very cheap human size computer's threshold, not the supercomputer threshold, I think intentionally as a way to handwave and we need people to be able to play around with these things. Which people criticized him at the time for not more explicitly modeling IRC. Yudkowsky 1617. But. I mean, there are so many little places where the media has a little cognitive hiccup about that and decides in 1998 that it's fine to describe that retrospectively as you predicted in 1988 that we'd have true AI in 40 years and then the future looks less surprising than people at the time using trend logic were actually surprised by it. All these little ambiguities and places where, oh, you decide retroactively that it would have made sense to look at this trend line and use it that way, but if you look at what people said at the time, they didn't actually say that. Cristiano 1619. I mean, in fairness reading the book it just doesn't seem like he is predicting human-level AI in 2010 rather than 2040, but I do agree that it seems like the basic methodology, why care about the small computer thing, doesn't really make that much sense a priori and only leads to something sane if it cancels out with a weird view. This was part 2 of, Cristiano, Kotra, and Yudkowsky on AI Progress, by Eliezer Yudkowsky and Iaea Kotra. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.